we started Mindless Prattle, we were immediately overwhelmed with all of the different tasks that come with starting a podcast. The audio, video, website hosting, editing services, it's enough to make anybody dizzy. If you want to start your own podcast, that might be one of the biggest things holding you back. Editing and production can be a huge learning curve and was what made me the most nervous when we started this podcast. Don't worry, you don't need to become an expert audio engineer to run a great sounding show. If you head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash alitu, that's A-L-I-T-U, you'll find a great little web app that was designed to make processing, editing, and publishing super easy. Alitu lets you create a podcast without knowing anything about audio production. It'll do conversion, leveling, noise reduction, and everything else at a press of a button. Finally, you can either download the finished episode or have it published directly from the app. So don't let editing and production get in the way of sharing your message with the world. Get started with Alitu on the monthly plan at $38 or the annual plan at $380 that will give you two free bonus months. You also get a seven-day free trial with either plan, so head to the link and give it a shot. Head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash Alitu to create the podcast of your dreams. That's mindlessprattle.com slash A-L-I-T-U. There's so many free audiobooks on Spotify included in premium. Are you going to listen to them all? I can listen to Britney Spears' book. Oh, thank goodness. I'll call the local press. What does that mean? I can listen to her new book for free. She just dropped it. It's been really hard for people to get. Even like, like there's a huge library checklist for people, for people to like just read it. What is her book about, though? It's like a tell-all about her life. Like everything she experienced. Um you know, being the pop star of the world for a time. And then like shit about Justin Timberlake. Nobody knew that she kept secret all these years until now. Um, she like what? what? What secrets? What? Apparently he made her abort their child. And then when she was upset about it and like having a really tough time dealing with that, because she actually really wanted kids. Um, that's when he wrote Cry Me a River about her. Well, why, you, why do you need the book then? You already know what happens. Because I've seen bits and pieces of it on TikTok, but I want to I want to listen to it too. That'd be great because I didn't want to like pay for it because I'm a little broke. <laughs> Christmas is fun. Merry Christmas. It's episode 50. Welcome whoop, whoop. back to what was it again? Mindless Prattle? Mindless Prattle. Oh yeah, that's the one. Uh I'm one of the hosts, and that's the other one. <laughs> We don't have names. Yeah, she's the writer, and I happen to exist. And mm-hmm. uh, and apparently everything I write is terrible. Wow. You sure you're the writer? <laughs> I feel like that's your only job. You said it was terrible. I didn't say it was terrible, all right? I probably used the word trash. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Yeah. Trash is a necessity. Terrible things aren't. What? You're a terrible thing. Wow, you just saying I'm not necessary? Wow, that's cool. No, you're necessary. I think you're trash. I know I am. Exactly. That's why we took a picture of me underneath a sign that said trash that one time. No, it said ASM, and it was on a trash can. No, the sign in Arizona, it said trash. Did it say trash? Yeah, it was a piece of paper that pointed down to the trash, and it said trash, so I asked you to take a picture of me with it. I think I just told you to stand there and take a picture. No, I asked you to, because I I thought it was funny. Let me find it. Where is this picture? My hair's, like, short. I have glasses. Are you younger, too, in this picture? I'm younger. Wow. Thank goodness you've described so well. 
I could probably find it in mine. Is this it? No. Oh, I got distracted then. Uh, let's see. Look up Arizona. I don't have to look up Arizona. No, look it up in your photos and you'll probably find it. No. Because like I have the pictures from the wine night. The wine meadery. Night. <laughs> Superstition meadery. I have the pictures from that. Oh, yeah. That's good. In July 1st, 2019. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind going there again. That place was lit. I'll still find it before you. Hold on. Probably because you took it, so I don't have it in here. I well, know I have it on Facebook. Save my photo that I took of you so lovingly. Wow. I know I have it on Facebook. Wow. I'm going full Owen Wilson over here. Wow. 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 You sure a lot of pictures. Did you just search for picture? That's what you went with? You went I went to like somewhere. our shared pictures, and that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Yeah, I win. Wow. Trash. I love that shirt. I don't know what happened to it, but it was so cute. It probably went in the trash. Today's know. episode is trash. Yeah, no, right. So we went to McDonald's last night, and <laughs> that I was, was a weird very visit. upset, okay? Because we used the, the app, because otherwise you're just paying three times as much instead of twice as much as you should. And we got there. And I was like, review order, and I hit go. And then she was like, review order, and she hit go. And I pulled up, and it said, please proceed to the restaurant. And I was like, I'm already here at the restaurant, phone. Why would you assume that I wasn't? And then phone said, here's the address. And I went, uh, no, that's 250 miles from here. And then I proceeded to go, oh, cool. It ordered from the wrong restaurant. It ordered from the wrong McDonald's, right? So the guy, meanwhile, while I'm trying to figure this out, the guy in the, the speaker, he was so he's like, hi, what can I help you? And I was like, hey, uh, just give me a minute. And uh, and he goes, hi, what can I get for you? And I said, yep, still just need a minute. And he goes, hi, what can I get for it was you? Like and every then Ripley, three seconds. Then Ripley got mad and she yelled, okay, he needs a minute. <laughs> and he goes, um, so what, what? What can I get you? And I was like, yeah. bro, what are you? Like, is that your you, only response? Like, what are you Have you ever doing? seen Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Dude, it was so, it was so. Was that kind of experience. Like, I was like, look, man, I ordered on the app and it says I ordered at the wrong restaurant. Can you go in and change it or anything? He's like, oh, no, we, we can't do that. I'm like, cool. So what do you suggest? And he's like, uh, you'd have to call the restaurant that you placed the order at. and They'll cancel it. And I was like, okay, well, then I'll drive out of your drive through line. So I'm not sitting here. He's like. Okay. <laughs> so I drove over, parked real quick. I called the store that I accidentally ordered from, I guess. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I need to cancel that order. And he's like, okay, well, you have to be within 100 feet of the store for it to cancel, for me to cancel it. And I'm like, you can't cancel my order until I get within 100 feet of your store? He's like, yeah. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, why would I have to drive to the store to cancel this order? I was like, can I cancel it on the app? He's like, no, I don't think so. I was like, okay, man. Well, I'm not going to be coming to the store to pick it up, so thanks. And I hung up, right? And then I called corporate. I was like, hey, this is the situation. And they were like, oh, yeah, you'll have to go to the store in order to cancel it. And I said, why is there no way to cancel my order in the app? It doesn't make any sense. He's like, well, the app's very sensitive to prevent people from accidentally get, uh, getting double charged. 
Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I ordered, it went through. I'm trying to cancel the order because I can't physically go to the store. So why can't I cancel this order? He's like, well, how far from the store are you? I was like, 250 miles. He goes, oh yeah, that's that's not possible then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, no shit, it's not possible. And he was cancel so the upset. order. <laughs> like cancel the order, and he's like, oh well, we can't cancel the order. It it cancels by itself if you don't show up within two hours. And I was like, okay. So can I order something new on my phone then? He's like, yeah, if you close out the app and start over, it should let you. I'm like, I already tried that. Your app won't let me order a second order because it says I have one order open. So can you cancel that order so I can order something else or no? And he's like, um, no, no, I can't. I can't cancel it. You just have to wait the two hours. And I was like, so there's no way for me to get McDonald's, but we're using my phone for the next two hours. And he's like, well, you can go inside and use your code and it, it'll still give you the discount, but you have to order inside the store. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Like, this is the worst. Like, what? Like, that is the terrible design. So anyway, we went in and we did that. And I finally got McDonald's and I was like, bro, I hadn't eaten yesterday. I was, it was so bad. You know, and I'll, I'll say even at my company, like you can't cancel over the phone or anything like that. But if you take your order in and say, like, I ordered to the wrong location, we'll make it for you. Like, yeah, no big deal happens all the time. And we'll just right. make your order because you've already paid for it. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I I was so stupid. They're like, no, we can't do anything with your order. Sorry. Just drive to the store you ordered from. I'm like, it's not anywhere close to me. Can you imagine if we called corporate and said, hey, I, I want to cancel this. And he's like, well, how far are you? And I was like, oh, I'm three miles away. He'd be like, well, you might want to drive over to that store then and cancel it and then drive back to the store you want, you know? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, nah, not a chance, bud. Not a chance. I haven't had McDonald's in a long time before that, though. What else has been going on with you? Happy, what is it, episode 50? Yeah. Because episode 50, you know what this means? What does it mean? It means episode 52 comes out on Christmas. Oh, wow. One year. Kismet. Da -da. You say Kismet? Kismet. What the heck is that? Because we started last year around Christmas. Yeah, that's how years work. Yeah. Confused at your statement. It's now. like a Christmas gift. It's like a Christmas gift. Boop, boop. What is that? What did you say though? Kismet. What does that mean? Like that's what I'm it asking. Was destined. What? Is it? It's fortuitous. I don't believe that. Kismet. I looked it up. It says Bangra Rock Fusion. Look up definition. You're you're spelling it wrong. Well, it's K I S M E T. Well, how would I know that? Kismet meaning. Fate or destiny? That's not fate or destiny. Yeah. That a year happens to be a year? That's How is that destiny? I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, Has a nice ring to it. Ah, in Islam, it means the arbitrary will of Allah. Oh. Good. Fate or destiny. Ha 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 I got dark. <laughs> Why is that dark? You say the will of the will of God. That's what it like. What? <laughs> How is that a dark statement? Are, okay. Do you believe in free will? I don't know what conversation you're trying to go into. All of a sudden, do you believe in free will? Sure. Okay. <laughs> what a response! Great episode. Next. Well, I just I've read some things lately that they're like you know people argue about whether like there is free will or if everything that ever existed and has happened is ordained to happen. Whether that's by like religion and God or by like science believing that, you know, 
time is already planned out or whatever, but I think it's terrifying to think that you don't and to think that you do, you know? Why? Who cares? Like, either way, (laughs) what are you going to do with it, information? Sometimes I just feel like a sim. So? But that actually helps me get through work a lot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like this one was saying, so what? Like, believe whatever comforts you. Who like, cares? Like, I'll be at work <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I need to use the bathroom. I need to refill that need. I have an orange bar right now. And it just, it, for some reason, pretending I'm a sim, like, makes work suck less. You mean escape from reality helps you cope with it's, reality? It's like Is barista that you're going simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like no, now it's time to socialize with my coworkers. Right. right. <laughs> like, and then I've seen some people say they do this too, and I'm like, I don't know why, but it works. Uh, yeah. But sometimes when I play The Sims, I feel weird because I don't know if you've ever had this happen. But they can realize that they're being controlled and refuse to do anything you tell them to, and have a midlife crisis. Um, and it's really annoying, frankly. That's when you just send a message like, "I paid money for you. You do what I say." <laughs> I have paid several thousand dollars for you at this point because I've been playing since almost 10 several years. Thousand? I don't believe I've that. been playing for almost 10 years. If you add up the cost yeah, of all, all the DLCs, it's probably like $1,200. It's not several thousand, though. That's 8000 <laughs> But you know, it's still like a lot. Like, I've been playing <laughs> The Sims. It is arguably a lot, but it's less than thousands. Like, I've been playing The Sims for two decades at this point. I've invested a lot of time and money into it. Two decades? Yeah, I, I used to steal my sister's Sims games when, when you I was were too six? young. I was too young to be playing it. Yep. When did The Sims come out? I feel like it did. The first one came out in like 2000 or 1999 or some shit like that. The Sims 2 came out in like 2002, I think. It came out in 2000. Uh, my sister had like the big box set where back when you had to have like different discs for each DLC. Yeah. So I would steal her game and play it. Because it, like, just downloaded to your own computer, you know. But you had to have the disc, so we would fight over the disc. Um, but I played a lot of Sims. I remember making my, my like, elementary school crushes in The Sims. And then when they didn't like me back, I'd drown them in their pool. Wow. <laughs> You're like, this guy's great. He's got his own pool. Oh, you don't like me? That's cool. Did you no. talk to Sarah today? Well, I guess you're going have for a I swim, told- aren't you? No, I've ever told you, like, how shitty guys treated me in elementary school. Like, I got yeah. bullied, and I didn't really know it. You get bullied now. But did I tell you about the guy I wrote a love letter to? Probably. Okay, I guess I'll embarrass myself on this podcast. Um, Not next week, though. So, it was Valentine's Day in the fourth grade, right? Um, I narrator voice coming up. <laughs> so. <laughs> I Hello. was in love Welcome with the kid who trauma. sat next to me. Our desks, like my teacher had our desks like in a U shape around our classroom and our desks were next to each other on the corner. And like he would pass me notes and he was so sweet to me in private. So for Valentine's Day, I wrote him a love letter. Um, was too nervous to give it to him. So instead, I wrote an email. Because we had like a school email system in our like school computer lab. You got to go to computer lab like twice a week. So you're, so you're too nervous to give him like the paper copy. So you're just like, I'll immortalize it yep, on the internet. I wrote an email because it felt less personal. Um, Definitely. And yes. then when he received it, he showed it to the entire class and everybody made fun of me. He just hit forward. He was like, forward yep. all. <laughs> yep. They actually, actually, a lot of bullying happened through email at my elementary school. It's kind of bad. Um, but Privately, he told me he liked me and we would go roller skating together. Um, and then he was just an absolute dick to me in front of his friends. And then I remember I moved to Las Vegas. And when I was like, I don't know, 14 or 15, he messaged me saying, wow, you got hot. And then I just didn't respond. And I felt really powerful. 
<laughs> Be nice to ugly girls. You think a lot of children are listening? Like, uh, or just in general? Just I in mean, general. it's a good message in general. Don't be mean to people because they don't look the way you want them to. Yeah, be mean because they're dumb. <laughs> I don't, I'm not mean to anybody. It, it actually helps. Do you think I'm mean? No. You think I'm mean? What, what proof do you have? Is it because I hit you earlier? What proof do you have that I think you're mean? Because you gave me a look. I have no evidence of that. Neither you gave do you. me a look. You have no evidence of that. I don't think I'm mean. I don't think so either. I try really hard not to be. Mm -hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm confirming what you're saying. You can't see it, audience, but he is looking me up and down like I'm mean. Yeah, that's why. Why are you doing that? Looking at you? It's polite to look at the people you're talking to. Ugh. I can't look at the audience. I'd just be staring at the microphone. weird when I get looked at too long. <laughs> you're going to make the microphone uncomfortable, Jordan. Well, it shouldn't be here in the nude then. <laughs> Doesn't even have a pop filter or anything. Nah. <laughs> I used to have one of my old one, the mic that was defective. Oh right, yeah. I even I remember I sent it to my friend who was like in, who was like taking doing his master's program for some technical thing. Oh yeah, I remember um, that. Even he like I sent it to him and he was like, yeah, it's pretty much not fixable. <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth fixing. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, it's chill. It was free, whatever. You know, I was like, yep, thanks. And then I got this one, and it's worked great for years. Good job, you. Yeah. Doing everything you're supposed to. <laughs> Dude, our fridge broke last night, and it's super annoying. It is very, it is aggressively loud. Like, there, we've had issues with it for the past, like, two weeks, where the motor would turn on, and it would just be, like, it would sound like it's one of the bearings in there is, like, grinding or something. And then we put in work orders for it, and they kept telling us it was fixed. And then yesterday, there was a there was a distinct moment where we were both sitting on the couch, and then it turned on and was just, and we both looked over at the fridge and then looked back at each other, and we were like, "Well, that's a new sound. It's getting worse." Yeah. And it's just continually been doing that. So they've it's been just here twice. Constant to fix it. background noise now, and I'm like. They need to come fix it. And then this after stuff. the last time, it just started doing this like really bad rattling sound. It's so loud. It's like waking Jordan up at night. Because it, it, it turns off for like, <laughs> what it is, is it's the, the bearings in the motor turning when the when it turns on to cool down the fridge when it detects that the temperature's gone up a little too much, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it it does that, but it takes it, so, it's like so broken that it takes it so long to get back down to temperature that it's on for like hours at a time and then it'll turn off and then it'll immediately get warm, like too warm for the sensor within like five minutes. So then it'll turn back on for like another two hours. And I'm like, it. so it just kept repeatedly waking me up last night. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I had to, I sent in another ticket this morning to get it, get it fixed. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's pretty bad. It's very distracting. Yeah, it is. So, Happy Hanukkah. All right. It is day two? No, eight, nine. Day three of Hanukkah? Day four. No, it started on the 8th. Yeah, and today's the 11th. Today's the 10th. Not when nice comes out, it's not. Oh, shoot. Happy, <laughs> happy day four. I can't do math, apparently. I always forget that. I'm like, in the moment. You're like, no, right now is right now. <coughs> I, brought, I sound bad today. Yes. <coughs> Ugh. Sorry, I still have bronchitis. 
it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it's like I feel a lot better in some ways. To be honest, we recorded like five days ago. I still don't have much to talk about. Like nothing very much. Ha- like I went down to work. Worked for like three days and then had to come back up here for some more work. And like nothing has literally happened in between there. Has has that been a week for y'all too? Because it's been a week for me. Like yeah. even, you know, yesterday I was supposed to be off. Like and I've, I've had so many work emergencies this week. I've not had a lot of time to myself. I've not even played a lot of video games or anything like that. So I was very excited for my one day off this week, which was Saturday. I sit down to start writing. Get an emergency phone call from one of my shift supervisors, and they're like, "Here's the situation. Some shit was going down." And I got dressed very quickly and ran to the store, and I was like, "Yeah." Internally. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't pick up at all. Screaming, 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 <laughs> screaming internally. Um, and it was just a really rough day. Um, but then my boss was like, "You've been through a lot, and you should take some time for yourself. I'm going to get your shift covered so you can have a day off." Still. I was like, God bless you. You're amazing. Thank you. Um, so luckily I did get some time off because I, I am still sick and I gotta recover. Like it's been a crazy week and I just want it to be like regular. Happy holidays. I had uh I got a message this morning. One of my soldiers backed <laughs> backed one of the vans into a light pole. Like how, like you're not even going quickly, and there's not that many light poles, and yet you've touched one now. And then the description is what got me because they have to give a little description of what happened in the report, right? And the description starts off with, uh, no damage. There was no damage to light pole, no scratches, dings, dents, etc. And then right under that, it said. There is small dent in vehicle. And I'm like, well, then why wouldn't you lead with that? Why would you? T- I don't care about the light pole. Oh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. The light pole's not scratched. You scratched. You dented the car, well, dude. Actually, like, come on. It, I mean, light poles cost a lot. No, they're, it's not like it's, it's, it's dirty paid for. Like, it's, it was not like a public one. It was like one of our privately owned ones. But the car is very much more important than the light pole. <laughs> I need to see a dermatologist. Yeah. Because I've developed like eczema. And I went to a doctor for it and she said she was going to do this stuff to help me and then she didn't. Okay, I know what eczema is, right? Mm -hmm. But whenever I hear it, (laughs) it's not what I think about. What do you think about? (laughs) Okay, so like I know like a lot of people get eczema like on their hands and stuff, right? And so whenever I usually... (laughs) Whenever I hear eczema, I just usually picture people with like sore hands because they've been handling too many eggs. And <laughs> they're like, what's happened? They're like, eczema, eczema. <laughs> Shaking um, eggs. Yeah, no, for me, it started on the edges of my scalp. It's moved down to like my eyebrows and temples. And now my arms and legs itch. I'm thinking it's probably like a stress thing, you know? Probably. Like a stress reaction because I've been very stressed out this year. Um, and I found like like I I got a new conditioner that kind of helps a little bit like it doesn't feel so bad and I don't wash my hair as often and that seems to help a little bit because my hair is very dry in general, um, and with the winter and it not being super humid it's like ugh, but I'm itchy and I am trying not to make my scalp bleed but it's so annoying. 
And I just wanted to complain because it's all I can think about right now. You know, the hot showers probably don't help. Like being in there with all the steam and everything, the water like will collect, and then you get out, and it'll dry out your scalp. Yep. Things to think about. I know. Yeah. I've been using a lot of lotion and stuff. Um, but there's a dermatologist next to my job, so I might go over there and see if they have any appointments. Walking with some coffee and be like, "Hey, can you take a look at this? I'll give you a lot." They order so much coffee from us, like, really, um, really, yeah, yeah. They put they'll put in orders of like twenty drinks sometimes. And then if we have like travelers that don't get picked up of coffee, that we'll just take it over there and be like, "Do you guys want free coffee?" <laughs> They're pretty great, so I might go over there and see if they take my insurance. Um. I do need to go to the dentist, too. I'm way overdue. <sighs> you stop talking. I found a post. It was funny. Mm-hmm. What does it say? It says, it's pretty impressive how chill toddlers are most of the time when you remember that they usually have zero context for anything that's happening. <laughs> Today, a week after we moved to another state, my son looked around and then he asked, are we still on Earth? <laughs> 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 nope, just moved to another planet, little buddy. <laughs> I mean, with how different some of the biomes on this planet are, I mean, you would think you were on another planet. Like, parts of Earth look like Mars. <laughs> and what am I supposed to do when kids are racist to themselves? What? It says the Indian kid <laughs> is calling himself a curry muncher, and oh. the Chinese kid set his username online to dogs for lunch. I don't know what to do. It's out of hand. <laughs> the younger being, generations have no chill. They literally have <laughs> zero chill about anything. They don't care about offense. They they don't care about societal issues. It's kind of rad, but they yeah. scare me a little bit. You've been playing any games lately? Honestly, no. I haven't played any games since last week before we recorded the last episode. I really want to get The Sims for Rent Pack. You want to get the Sims for whatever everything packed. Don't even lie. Because I've been wanting to build a commune on the large lot in Hinford on Bagley. So what was that name? Hinford on Bagley. What the heck is that? That's the name of like the English inspired Sims place. It's not English inspired. Hinford on Bagley, huh? (laughs) What? How do you even spell that? It's Hinford dash on dash Bagley. Henford on Bagley. Yeah. Because you said Henford gone Bagley. <laughs> Diagonally. Like the hen's gone somewhere <laughs> and Bagley's going to go get him. Yeah. But that's the English inspired Sims place. I, <laughs> the English. But I wanted to build a commune there, but there's no way Why? to like divide Sims into households. So you can't have like different houses and stuff. But I want to build, I just want to build it. Why, so why, cool. why are you set on commune? Why not like apartment building? I mean, that's what everybody else is building, but I just thought a commune would be cool because you could have individual tiny houses. What is the, what is the difference though between commune and a commune is self-sustaining? So so like there would be a place to garden and grow your food, and then there would be a place to generate electricity and collect water, and then they could have animals like sheep and cow and pigs and horses and um goats. I feel like that's just an apartment with extra steps. It's what I want. That's nice. I didn't say it wasn't. So badly. I just got to check the calendar and see if I have anything to pay before my next paycheck. 
I paid the electricity bill early, so. <gasps> what? Why would you do such a thing? And I ordered my wedding flowers in between this appointment. This disappointment. In between this appointment and, between and, this and my next appointment for one. weddings. Um, and I'm so excited because they're making. I'm getting book roses made, and they're making it out of my favorite book from Sarah J. Moss, and I'm very excited about it. Can't tell you the name of the book. That'd be too much. Accord. You're not of- ready for it. Whoa. Do you want the name? Do I want the name? A Court of Silver Flames. I already knew what that was. It's the fifth book in the Akatar series. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. People hate Nesta, but I love her. That's because she's terrible. She's a bitch, and I love her. She gets better. What are you doing? Poking? That's a lighter. It's pretty heavy to me. Don't poke me with a lighter. What's wrong? You're not supposed to do things like that. Like, don't aim a gun at someone. What do you mean? Is there a danger here? I just, it makes me, I don't like it. Jordan. She's upset because the two safety features that weren't engaged. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's a re- it's a wonder no one suggested OCD earlier because my brand of anxiety is just different. Stop poking me with that. Gosh. Just put it down. She tried to attack me with a lighter. I, was, I do want a new lighter. Like, I want my own little lighter that's not like this one. Like a cute one. Because like I need one. one for the wax seal kit. Do you want me to go get like a lantern and you can no, just pour the whale not a oil lantern. out? <laughs> I want like I a got lighter need to go with a cute cover. You want a what? A lighter with a cute cover. What lighter with a cute cover? Well, they make like custom ones online. Custom what? Or, like cute ones you, you can want, get like, on Etsy. You want like a little Bic lighter? I'll get you a Bic lighter. If it's cute. Oh, what do you mean? Pink is all the rage. Ugh. Look, you're wearing pink. Don't tell me. Ugh. You're wearing hate a giant pink. pink. We. Where are we sitting right now? We're You're sitting, sitting in my chair. We're sitting surrounded by pink right now. And purple. Oh, thank goodness. We threw in a splash of purple in your life. <laughs> Didn't want it to feel incomplete. Listen, everything would be blue Ugh. if I had my way. Yeah, I know. And green and black Wait, and so gold. When you organized under the bed, did you find the dye or no? How, what? No, I didn't organize under the oh. bed. What are you talking about? You should do that. Yeah, I know. That's a springtime thing. You don't do spring cleaning in the winter. Have we talked about that on here? About how you spring clean in the winter? No, no. about my missing dice. Like, I'm all about you up for cleaning. But that's spring things. Why? You collect things throughout the year. <laughs> and then you leave them in your house over the winter so that the heat stays in your house easier. Yeah. And then in the spring, you have to prepare for summer so you get rid of all the things. That way, less hot air can be trapped in your house. Why don't we just reject a consumerist society? Consumerist, huh? Okay, I'll <laughs> go I throw get my away. Next Sims pack. I'll go throw away your stuff because no. we don't want to consume it. No. And uh, <laughs> no. So I got this like anxiety mood journal app for my MacBook, and. I was doing like a journal prompt in it. And one of the things was like, why do you choose to own the things you own? And I backed out of that shit. I was like, I don't know how why to do answer you that. Choose, why do you choose what? Why do you choose to own the things that you own? Like, why do you pick each thing that you buy? Like, what makes you buy that? What draws you to it? Like, it said if it makes it. it easier, you can like narrow it to a category like sportswear or activities or things like that. You know, if, if you want to focus on like a specific thing. But I just backed out of it. I was like, I really don't know how to answer that. I just mean? like Pick things. Pick something. Go ahead. My chair. 
your chair. I don't buy your chair every day. Pick okay. something I buy more often. Coke. Coke. I don't buy Coke very Coca-Cola. often. Coca-Cola. Yeah, I know. I don't buy Coca-Cola very often. I think you're specifying. More often than I do. I mean, more often. Than, no, you drink it more often than I do. I drink And you depend often. on me. So I get you Coca-Cola. <laughs> That's why I buy it. Am I a Dependa? Dependa? Yeah. Is that what the word is? Is that the singular form of dependent? I'm pretty sure it was just dependent, but sure. No, no, no. You haven't seen that online? No. Um, like, like women who rely on military spouses for everything. Dependa. Dependa. What does that mean? Look it up. Dependa. Seven ways to avoid getting called a dependa. <laughs> it's a thing. I'm in the military spouses Reddit. Oh, it's a horrible insult, mainly used by military spouses to put each other down. Mm-hmm. Uh, every military spouse is a dependent, unless they are active duty, but to be a dependa infers that someone is useless or stupid. <laughs> um, but no, it's like mostly the stereotypical, just like people who, like, sorry. The stereotypical dependa is an overweight woman who sits at home all day doing absolutely nothing to contribute to her family while causing drama and complaining about all that she is entitled to because of her husband's rank. <laughs> There's there some are wild Facebook pages dedicated to finding pictures and posts of military spouses and mocking them for being independent. All right, number one, how to avoid? <laughs> don't act like your spouse's job makes you entitled to anything. Number two, don't focus on benefits. Number three, don't wear your spouse's uniform. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, why would I do that? That's so silly. Number four. Oh, you do number four. Do I? Number five. Don't brag. Number six. Do something with your time. Number seven. Try to solve your problems before asking for help. What What do I do? Huh? Oh, number four was don't start drama. I don't start drama. Okay. It How just follows drama? you around. What huh? are you talking about? See this? They see that attitude? Start okay. drama. I just gave you a list and you're starting drama over it. How am I starting drama? It's okay, dear. Being upset when you cause me to be upset is not being dramatic. It's responding to how I'm treated. With dramaticism. No. (laughs) Rightfully. Rightfully dramatic? Okay. It doesn't say you have to be wrongfully dramatic. It just says starting drama. If anyone's dramatic in this relationship, it's you. (laughs) I don't know. Look, you are never anonymous. Think twice before posting that passive-aggressive message about your neighbor's dog. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like our neighborhood's pretty chill. Like, nobody really bothers anybody anymore. I don't know. Especially since those people moved out with the dog. Those people got our apartment's entire rules changed regarding pets. Dude, yeah, they kept locking their dog outside. I think we talked about it on here. I'm not sure. we did. I was like, I don't know how long ago that was. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want to play (laughs) The Sims all day. I like the bottom of this list, by the way, it says these are some good, helpful tips, but I can't promise that this will make the name calling go away. Avoid <laughs> these major offenses as a military spouse in the military spouse community. You should be able to make it through. <laughs> I feel like this is probably <laughs> like more. Like it's something to survive. Well, I feel like this is probably more of an issue with wives that live on base. And yeah, like it's, they're always it's together. more geared towards active duty. So, yeah. You know, they have a lot of time on their hands to stir up yeah, drama with yeah. each other and cause problems. I think a lot of it, too, is like. Uh, there have been some cases where when uh, like a lot of, you know, base housing is occupied by like husbands and their families, right? Well, when they go deploy, 
and everyone that's left, they the people that are are still on the housing and everything, the the unit will put out like groups and like get togethers and meetings so that all the like wives and families can get together and talk and share and you know mm-hmm. like support each other now that the, the husbands or or wives are gone or whoever, you know. And uh and in that you all get together and the only way to like identify people really like initially is you're like, oh you're so and so's spouse, right? But when you do that, you're like, oh you're sergeant's you're the sergeant's wife and you're the specialist wife and you're the like commander's wife. So they're all like, it's automatically the same like hierarchy, oh. you know, of like, Oh, you're the captain's wife. Oh, I'm the sergeant's wife. Right. And then you could see from there, I could, you could easily see from there, the captain's wife will be like, well, yeah, but I'm married to the captain and you're, you're married to oh. the sergeant. And you're like, you gotta calm like down. That, that makes know? me nervous. <laughs> right. He's like, I thought we were all here to support each other. But, yeah, I would uh, just whatever. be like, I'm Ripley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, who are you with? And you're like, right now, myself. Uh, I'm all by myself, unfortunately. Like, I have a cat. She's uh, she's cool. Uh, <laughs> like my my husband's rank doesn't really matter, does it? Can we just be people? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like. Man, you're gonna have to learn so many acronyms. You know what's so funny? Chelsea and her husband, right? They're on the phone the other day. They go. So if uh, we're ever in uniform with Jordan, we have to salute him. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. They indeed they do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they asked me, and they're like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Yeah." They asked you what? Like what your rank is and everything. Oh. And I was like, "Uh." Eh. <laughs> do we have to talk about this? No. But it's fine. Did it auto-corrected? All right. You're a rocket scientist in my Sims game, by the way. Huh? In the military, you can become a rocket scientist. I'm a rocket scientist in real life. Are you? Not a good one. But you're an engineer. I'm not a good rocket scientist. I never said I was great at it, but I could science some rockets. I want to play the Sims so badly. Look, I'm running out of stuff. I Um, I think, you know what? Quitting nicotine... I feel like I want other things more now. Like I want to snack more and I want to do really? this. Really? You're play trying games to find more. a fix for your addiction? I like that you kind of beautified it a little bit for the audience. But yeah. you were like, you know how in withdrawal you don't get cocaine anymore? <laughs> I found that if you take I've never heroin, done cocaine. if you just take heroin, the, the feeling of missing cocaine goes away. I think that's what you've just explained. The only drugs I've ever done are the marijuana and nicotine and, and nicotine and caffeine and caffeine. Probably some other ones. I have not. Like what? I haven't done any of the other ones. Okay. I'm given the opportunity. (laughs) My dealer went away. I don't. No, because I'm not that kind of person to get a dealer. Like, like I remember when we moved here. If we were in a state that where we was legal, and now that it's not, I don't do it because I can't. And my mom was like, "Why don't you get a dealer?" And I was like, "I am not that kind of person." Yeah, we'll go on Facebook and be like. Single woman seeking dealer need <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, let me post like, online. Who's willing to sell me drugs? The local police department under their fake about, account. How do you go hey, about finding? Some drugs. <laughs> how do you go about finding a dealer like for the first time? You know, like do you just happen to have to know somebody and like casually mention that you want drugs and they're like, I know a guy, or can you just walk down the street and be like, Yo, man, what's in that bag? And they'll they'll start running. You catch up to them. Like, I want to buy. Wait, come back. Like, I don't know. I feel like in the movies and stuff, they make it look so easy. But I feel like if you're a drug dealer in real life, you're probably really fucking suspicious of everybody you meet. Yeah, that's what I was like, nah. Bro, one time at, when I was at work, we had a phone of a drug dealer. Like, they left their phone at our store. 
Yeah, he's ditching evidence. He was tripping. No, he was tripping. Like oh. hardcore, and he left, and he left his phone. <clears throat> and it kept, it was going off like every ten seconds, like literally every ten seconds to the point where I just turned it off. I was like, I don't want us to get involved in that. We don't need to see that. He'll probably oh, come back for it. Why'd you put fingerprints it. on there? We were, I just turned it off. I was like, he'll come back for it, and he did come back for it. And we were like, here you go, please leave. Um, <laughs> here you go, please leave. Would you like some drugs while you're here? Um, you know, but I don't know. But like next time, leave the stash, not this funk ass phone. I am. I'm clearly too straight edge for life. I just edge. feel bad. I don't know. I feel guilty when I do things. Like what? Like everything. Like everything? Like everything. That's an OCD symptom, though. So. Yeah. Sometimes I have to remind myself. I'm like, you've done nothing wrong. I'm like, I'm going to be in trouble. I'm like, you've literally done nothing wrong. You, you say that you do that all the time, but like never when it's with me. Like even earlier today. I was like, you you asked if I was eating both pizzas of pizza. And I was like, nah, do you want one? And you were like, no, I, it's fine. I'll make ramen. I'm sorry for asking. I'm like, what? What conversation did we just have? I just <laughs> offered you a piece of pizza. And you're like, yeah, but I had a piece of pizza the other day, and it was Tuesday, and my knees felt weak. So really, this one is on you. You you have to stake. And I'm like, what was that conversation? We just like, what was the reasoning? I know you would think I'm in an abusive relationship. You talk to me alone, and then you you meet Jordan, and you're like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Like, I'm like, do you want pizza? And there's somebody standing behind her with like a baton, be like, "She better take the pizza." I'm like, "What are we?" It's like I've actually seen a lot of guys who are dating girls with a lot of bad anxiety who are like, "Man, she makes me feel like I'm beating her up or something." Like, she'll have me order for her at the bar, and she won't speak up or nothing. The bartender's looking at me like, "Are you sure this is what you want, sweetie?" Like, yeah. Well, that's why whenever we're in those situations, I'll just let the awkwardness hang there for a little while. Like, you'll look at me and you'll be like, you first. And I'll be like, no. Nope. And I'll just stare at you. And then it's me and the bartender just staring at you, waiting for you to say something. Uh, I'm getting uncomfortable. And then you're like, uh, 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 what do you recommend? And he's just like, vodka. And you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> and that's what you have. I do really like to ask people what they recommend. There's a TikTok <laughs> series I really like where the lady goes around and she asks the bartender what their favorite bar is and like what they like to drink and then she'll go to that bar. Yeah, and do the same yeah. Thing. I think, you were I think me that's about that. so cool. She went to Vegas. We did that in uh, not we as in me and you, but we as in me and uh, a couple of my friends. We did that in uh, in Canada while we were up there. Yeah. Yeah, because we I mean we'd never been there before, so we went to the first one that we saw. Well, let me back up. We went and um, we went shopping, right? And then right next door was this ice cream place. And we were like, there's no way ice cream's open. It was 11 at night. And there was some lady standing behind the counter. And we were like, well, let's go get ice cream, I guess. And so we went in. And we were like, we'd like ice cream. And then she gave us ice cream. And uh, she's like, what do you guys have planned the rest of the night? And literally just like four, four stupid looking like college dudes <laughs> standing there eating ice cream. Yeah, 11 o'clock at night, and we're like, I don't know, we're going to go to a bar. Which one do you recommend? And she's like, well, there's like four around here. These are the best ones. Go in this order. And then she gave us a little list of which bars to go to, and we're like, all right, sounds good. And they're like, and she goes, oh, you can't take food in there, though, so uh, eat. you got to eat here. And I was like, can we eat outside? And she's like, yeah, but it's like cold outside. And we're like, yeah, time to walk to the bar then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sitting in here. But we kept going to different bars and just asking where they would recommend to get a drink. Yeah. That sounds like fun. I'd Until do finally the last one guy was like, we were sitting in this bar, which uh, the type of atmosphere of these bars was very strange because we were in like an Irish pub and we were all having like pints of beer, right? We asked the bartender, we're like, where do you recommend? Where should we go? And he's like, oh, go to this place. We're like, okay. So we go to that place and we walk in. There is no bar. 
there's tables and it's a jazz club and it's very fancy looking and we're like all right all right well he recommended it so we went and sat down we all got drinks we asked the the server we're like hey where do you recommend and they're like oh it's saturday like there's a <laughs> there's live music in and uh, they have live music and like two for one specials going on over at this bar you should go there and we're like okay Hold on. so when you're in canada did you have to like get money Get money. Like Canadian money, or could you use your card? Or we just use cards usually. Okay. Why? <laughs> I didn't know if they'd work in Canada because, like, I have customers from other countries, and sometimes their cards don't work. Yeah, if you tell your bank you're going out of the country, then they'll wait. Like on the literally the first time I swiped something, I got a text message. It was like, "Hey, we noticed you're outside your area. Is this where you're going? You can hit yes, or you can call your bank ahead of time and just be like, "I'm planning a trip to Canada from this time to this time.'" And they'll authorize it like the account for that. Oh, period yeah. My of time. bank has a feature where you can just submit like an online request. Yeah. Right. But I just so curious. we we went from the Irish pub to this very nice uh, jazz club. And then he directed us to this other place. And we we're like, cool, let's go in. We went in there and it's like a heavy metal, like rock scene. And we were like, these are very different places that are all within like walking distance of each other. And we walked in there and they were like, yeah, it's it's two for one. Um uh, Long Island iced teas, and we're like, okay. And they're like, also, we're uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, we're pouring doubles tonight because we ordered too much like alcohol, and we were like, okay, <laughs> so it was two Great. for one and double, and we were like, awesome. Maybe we just started drinking this stuff, and like, we hung out there the rest of the night because by that time, we were like, you know what, I think it's time to go to sleep, <laughs> and that was the story. Sorry, I just got really nauseous, yeah, right over there. Um, <laughs> Did I tell you I was talking to I have this customer who's French um, and like very thick accent, very nice man. Love him. He always gets an Earl Grey tea. Um, and we had this conversation where I was telling him, I was like, you want to know something sad? And he was like, what? And I told him I'm in the I was in the top like 13, 14 percent of French speakers on Duolingo this past year. Which I barely did any French on Duolingo. So I was like, right. that's really depressing. Um, and he was like, why do you want to learn French? And I was like, I just think it's a beautiful language. Like, I've always liked it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you should find another reason. French is so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> French is I so told him, annoying. I was like, yeah, I really struggle with verb conjugation. And he was like, me too. And like, this man is like, like from France, you know? Like, like he is, yeah. like, he's very thick accent. Like, his kid speaks French. His parents are very French. They came to visit him last holidays. Um, awesome. they were really great, uh, very old French people. So, so sweet. Um, but he was like, yeah, like French sucks, man. <laughs> and then we were talking about how like, you know, French people hate it if you speak French poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, they're jerks. <laughs> they're jerks. He's like you're not a part of the problems. So. And I was like, well, English isn't that easy either, but I feel like English speakers are just like, like are usually kind of like wow you speak english better than i do man like (laughs) like a lot of our english is trash like it's so diminutive and dumbed down in a lot of ways like somebody on reddit will type this like beautiful like mozart style piece of writing and you're like wow and they're like sorry for my bad english it's not my first language and you're like shut up you know like seven languages bro yeah (laughs) i wish i knew more but my brain just won't retain it I don't know. It's I need to do more difficult. Duolingo, though. Yeah. Maybe I should learn French somewhere else other than Duolingo. I don't know. I just thought about, like, watching kids' shows or something in another language. In French? Yeah. Why not? Find the shows that they used to teach their kids their language. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know? It's like, 
a lot of friends I know, like from Cuba and stuff, they learned how to watch in- or learned how to speak English from watching like sitcoms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. It also explains why some people might have odd language because, like, depending on what era of TV they grew up watching, like, oh, it'll change yeah, how they the speak. You know, and how they speak. Yeah. So I just think linguist- linguistics is so cool. Was that an anglophile? Yeah, maybe. We, you're the word lady. My brain is like spaghetti sometimes, you know? What? <laughs> Mushy. Uh, I think it's Anglophile. I was pretty sure it was someone who like loves English or something. But... Maybe that's what it is. Sometimes I know things and I'm too scared to say that I know it because I'm worried I'm wrong. <laughs> like there's a... I just like, I wait for someone else to confirm it and I'm like, yeah. You know, I think I would be so great in a game show if I could go over my fear of speaking up. I was like that in high school too. They'd like play games, you know, like game shows or stuff in class. I'd always give them the answer. Like I had one English teacher who had us play Jeopardy a lot. Um, and I would always give them the answer and then make somebody else talk. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. We'd win though. <laughs> This sound is giving me a headache, I'm be honest. Yeah. I cannot get my Sims mods to work. No. I tried to install base mental and it just won't work. Maybe you can help me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Sure. Let's take a look at it. But the game just updated, so I don't know if like those mods are updated. I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so are you making chicken for dinner? Yeah, I guess. Or pork, whatever that is. Ugh. I want a cat. Well, that's gonna be <laughs> Thank you for tuning so in. On. I'm one of the hosts, that's the other one. I'm Ripley and that's Jordan, and we're so happy you were listening today. Or tomorrow. Or whenever. Tomorrow or the next day. Listen whenever you feel like it. We're here for yeah. you. Or whenever you don't. Maybe someone's torturing Especially when you. you don't. <laughs> if they're torturing you, you can blink twice. I won't see it and it won't help you. <laughs> you'll have a little bit more uh, you know, oxygen to your eyes. So that's <laughs> Hang in there, little dude. Wow. Just insulting people's size now, huh? Nah. Oh, my gosh. You're saying the disturbing thing, not me. I think that's called projecting, ma'am. I don't appreciate you doing it to me. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. we'll be back next week for episode 51 and then again for episode 52 on, on Christmas. Mer Christmas. Uh, if you're listening on Christmas, I apologize. I don't. It's just kind of sad. Why? Well, I'm sad every Christmas. Some people don't like their family. Yeah. And they want to listen to us, so they don't have to do- think about that. Mm. Yeah, don't think about family. That would be bad. This Christmas, I hope you get to do something that makes your heart happy. Yeah, whether it's a lighter or some scotch tape. What does that mean? That's what's in front of me. <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> It is an interesting collection on my desk. It? <laughs> that is what's in front of me. Like in front of me on your desk is like your phone, so you can Google answers to what happens if you tape up some pills and light it on fire. <laughs> like that's what's in front of me right now. Those are my antibiotics. <laughs> Still a pill. <laughs> I've got two 18. days left. Anyway, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we appreciate you listening as always, and we will see you next time. Bye.